The message you're about to listen to is from the Household of David Higher Ground Conference 2021, themed Sure Mercies. As you listen, we pray that you'll be uplifted, inspired, and edified. God bless you. The word of God has come to me. I'm moving up to higher Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm supposed to say a few things before I ask us to pray tonight. But it looks like by the virtue of the grace that is in the atmosphere, we might have to pray. I will say some of those things in between. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, Sunday as we were worshiping, the Lord said to us that there will not be another week like this week. And now the Spirit of God is adjusting the program a little. I shouldn't come up by now, but I... Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Around 10 or 11 p.m., I can't remember the exact time, last night, there was a stirring of the Holy Ghost. And then it showed me by the Spirit. And there are many people in that category here this evening who have fasted, who have prayed, who have tried to see different men of God about certain matters. There is an instruction the Lord is giving which we all follow tonight, and that is just to pray. But I will show you a direction that can never fail. Because I saw what is called ancient gates falling down flat. This is the day that changes families forever. Individuals forever. Let me read Psalm 102 verse 13. If I ask us to take our seat briefly, I will soon ask, um, I'm going to need you guys later, but for now, okay, you can stay in case. Uh, verse 13. Psalm 102 verse 13. This is the word for this moment. I want everybody to read it together. One, two, go. Yeah, the set time is come. <laughs> Where there is mercy, there will always be favor. That we arise, there is something about God that does not fail. And that is the aspect of his mercy. Let's take a brief journey into something very serious tonight before we start praying. Hallelujah. I will call you in a while. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Juicy. I'm coming back to you, sir. Thank you. Is somebody said tonight? Take your seat briefly. We are going to pray. Hallelujah. Thou will arise and have mercy on Zion. For a set time, time to favor her. There are dimensions in God. God is multidimensional. And there are aspects of God. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to place God 
there is a justice part of God, there is a faith part of God, there is a love part of God, but there is the mercy part of God. And when it comes to, I will just show you two examples in the Bible. You know, there were people, thank God for people that demonstrated faith in God's word, like the woman that touched the hem of Jesus' garment. I speak by the Spirit. There is nobody here under any kind of situation that will walk out of this place the same way. Not a single person. There were instances in the Bible that Jesus appeared and he healed one person, he healed some people, but there were also situations where the Bible says, and they were all perfectly healed. That is the kind of night we are here for. Hallelujah. So the woman touched the garment. She said in her heart, that was a demonstration of faith. Then the centurion said, I don't come to her house. Thank God for those people who were able to receive something from the master by the faith that they demonstrated. But what about people like madman of Gadara? I'm about to show something that many people might disagree with, that at times mercy is bigger than faith. The madman of Gadara had no faith, had no prayer request. It was Jesus that crossed to go and meet him. The woman with the issue of the blood pressed to meet Jesus. But Jesus went to meet the man of Gadara. He was not even sane enough to understand faith. Then, the second scenario was the man in John 5 by the pool of Bethsaida. He didn't know anything about Jesus. He wasn't expecting Jesus. Jesus showed up for a reason that no man then could explain. There were multitudes there and the master bypassed all of them. And he went to one man and said, do you want... The man didn't say, Lord, I want to make all. He didn't ask any request. He didn't expect the master. But the master said, do you want to be made all? And you know what? To show that the man had no faith, he began to explain. Sir, I have no man. My attention, in other words, my attention, my only hope of ever getting healed is in jumping into this water. I don't know you. I don't know what you're asking me. But are you here to push me in? So let me take my predicament. Nobody helps me. Others jump before me. Jesus said, he didn't say that. Where's your faith? The next sentence from divine lips. What? Stand up, carry your bed, and go. You know, it was later that the man knew that it was just that made him home. He didn't even know who healed him. That is, mercy is when God considers only his goodness in doing something for you. In other words, the only factor God considers, not your prayer life, not your faith life. It is when God says, I just want to do this and I'm doing it now. Apostle Paul got to a point and he saw it. I'm sure that was what informed what he wrote that it is not of him that run it. Romans 9 from 14, 16, it is not of him that will it. He said, it is of God that showed mercy. Now, I'm beginning to get into the center of what we are talking about. In Philippians chapter 2, you know about Epaphroditus, one of the guys following Paul, and verse 25. Epaphroditus was sick. And the Bible says he was sick nigh unto death. If you understand the story very well, you're going to discover this is why what Brajiusi said, in certain cases, no man can help you. With the dimension of grace upon Apostle Paul, who entered an island of Malita 
and ill everybody, the same pot that handkerchiefs were taken from and people got ill, there was one of his attendants called Epaphroditus who was sick and you will know from the tone of Paul that they prayed and nothing happened. Go to verse 26. I want to read it for you. Sorry, I love, to, I love quoting, but sometimes we have to. He said, for he longed for you after. He longed after you all, and he was full of heaviness because you heard that he had been sick. It was not a brief thing. Next verse. He said, for indeed, he was sick nigh unto death. There must have been a time when they announced to Paul that Epaphroditus was sick, and he went to pray, and nothing happened. And they were hoping, faith to walk, he would get on one day, and nothing happened. And Paul said, the situation continued to deteriorate. He said, he was sick nigh unto death. But one factor. He said, but God had mercy. Ah, yeah. You see, the things of the Spirit are not formulas. All that the Lord is asking me to share with us tonight, and we are going to pray, is that approach him on the basis of his mercy and nothing else. See, you can do what is right and do it without him. Now, in John 5, 39, Jesus said, you say, search the scriptures. In them, you hope to find eternal life. Ideally, searching the scriptures should give you eternal life. But Jesus pointed attention to something. He said, you will not come to me. Next verse. Can you see this? You will not come to me that you may have life. Now listen, Jesus was saying, you have heard from the time of Moses, which God actually said to Moses, that when you search the scripture, when you meditate on them, they give you life. So Jesus said, it has become a formula. Last night, the Lord showed me something. For some people, fasting has become a formula. Now you can get into it and forsake God's mercy by the formula you are practicing. In other words, you have come to believe, especially you look at the size of the problem and determine the size of your fasting. Many times what you are doing is that you are gathering weapons to fight an enemy, but you are leaving behind the God of the weapon. Are you, are you with me? You can demonstrate things given by God without God who gave it. You shall, Amanda. When there's this situation like this, it is three days dry. After your three days dry, the situation stands and you are wondering. Jesus is talking to you. He said, you think in them you have eternal life. They have told you the power of prayer and they are correct. They have told you the power of, you know, have you seen Christians who confess? Once they need something, they build up a confession. I have it in Jesus' name. It's mine. And many are frustrated because they never get it. Jesus said, the word of God teaches confession. The word of God teaches, teaches speaking God's word, but you can do it without him. So he said, when you search the scripture, they teach you of fasting, they teach you of the word, but you will not come to me that you may have life. All we are going to do tonight, watch what is going to happen if I say, at, at the moment we start, you know, many of you that you come here, you know, I can tell. Once I see the cloud, I know something is about to happen and I can see it right now. Uh, it's not what you can explain. Now, there are enough angels here, more than all the people here, times 10 over. We began to talk about the cloud of witness on, 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 
that those are not those are saints in heaven. Maybe they are watching us right now. There is something we were ending our 30 days prayer and fasting, and the spirit of God just said, There is no week like this week. And I've learned to take God at His word. See, the glory here is heavy. Goodness of God. Goodness of God. It will help me show this. Can you can you give me um first king twenty-one? Let's look at the last three verses. First king twenty-one. First king twenty-one. Why am I seeing families being set free? They grounded socks. All you need is just to light up. There will be an explosion. We will pray. It might not be for more than five, seven minutes. Yet, what you will receive tonight, seven days of dry fasting cannot do it. I announce to you, ancient matters, long-standing situations have been dealt with tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit. Those who have thought they will live with the situation. No, it ends tonight. And then people have been shifted. I don't do this, sir. Come, sir. I don't do this. But when I feel the unction and I'm led to go a direction, it's time for all over this nation, what the Lord has revealed to you, what he has spoken to you, the time to establish it. In the name of Jesus, this is confirmed by the Spirit as I speak the word of God to you in the name of Jesus Christ. When it won't be out of the place, out of place, you want to stand all through the message. This man is a voice to our generation. Now look at this. This this story. Oh, I'm being praised. To, I'm going to stop in five minutes. This story. When Ahab killed Naboth and took his vineyard, and Elijah came. Remember, Elijah was the most anointed man on at that time. And he said, "Can you give me an anchor, please?" And he said, "The same place." He said, "I will kill Naboth." He brought a word of judgment to Ahab. He said, you are going to die. And he said, dogs will eat you. This and this will happen. And he pronounced that judgment. This was a man who could call down fire from heaven. Ahab got home. The Bible says, verse 27, and it came to pass when Ahab heard those words, he rent his clothes, he put upon himself sackcloth upon his flesh, he fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. Verse 28, and the word of the Lord came to Elisha the teacher by saying, See how Ahab humbled himself before me. Because he humbled himself before me, I will not bring this evil. Who says God can suspend prophecy? Now, this is coming from a man who could call fire down, a representative of God on earth. He pronounced a word, and Ahab just sat down. You know what Ahab did? That is what we're about. It is found in Psalm 147, verse 11. Let's read. 
I want to show you something here. Please understand where we are going tonight. There is, there is a way you appear before God that he has no choice but to respond. But interestingly, it is not much of appearing by fasting, appearing by prayer. It's just one thing. The Lord, what is the meaning of pleasure? What is the meaning of pleasure? This is what excites God. The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Once I don't have plan B, once my only hope is in his mercy, he begins to rejoice. Here comes a man that can attract my power because his only hope is my mercy. This is why every minister knows at times we fast and pray for a long time. It is good to have a discipline of fasting and pray. I love to fast. We just finished 30 days. I love to fast and pray. But see, at times, God will want to show you about the aspect of his mercy. That the day you don't do so much in the spirit, the spirit moves more. It's a message to you. Just to let you know that it is not by power. It is not by might. It is by my spirit. Share the Lord. It is not of him that runneth. How did I define mercy? I said, when God does something for you, only on the basis of his goodness. He has refused to reckon with any other thing about you. The only thing he's considering is that I am God and I am good. Hallelujah. The final place I'll read. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I, that's what that boy said. I wrote off pages. Left for me. Let me hide myself in you. Let the water and the blood. My hope is built on nothing less. Look at this. I want to read Exodus 20, 25. Exodus 25. You know, God gave an instruction to Moses on building tabernacle. We'll pick a verse from that, just about two or three verses from there. Exodus 25. Let's read verse 10. Everybody pay attention here. He said, And they shall make an ark of a sheeting wood, two cubits. Pay attention to the dimension. Two cubits and a half, two and a half, shall be the length. A cubit and a half shall be the breadth. Length, two cubits and a half, breadth, one cubit and a half. And a cubit and a half shall be the height. Next verse. And thou shalt overlay it with gold. In the Bible, gold represents divinity. Everything about the tabernacle of Moses was pointing to Jesus Christ. Everything. When you see wood in the Bible, you see man. I will talk about why um, Elijah poured water on the wood before, but that's not tonight. When you see wood, so the wood represents human nature, and the gold is divine nature. So in other words, this is a combination of man and God. Which means we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. Okay, so now he said, Thou shalt overlay with pure gold within and without. In other words, let God cover you so that your mortal flesh is not showing. When we go to that immortality, immortality being swallowed by life, verse, let's go on, verse 12. Cast four ring, 13, 14. I want where he started talking about now, make uh, the uh, mercy seats. That should be verse 17 or thereabouts or so. Go to 16, 17. Let's start from 17. 17, please, not 19. Thou shalt make a mercy seat. Now, this one must not have wood of pure gold. But you will notice the dimension. 
Two cubits and the half shall be its length. A cubit and the half shall be its breadth thereof. Next verse. Thou shalt make two cherubims of gold, beating work, thou shalt make them the two ends. You, you know, he said this one, both the mercy seat and two angels facing each other must be of pure gold. Go to verse 21. And thou shalt put the mercy seat. Now, this is important. Okay, let's read verse 9. Go back to 19. Go back to 19. Don't worry, I will soon end. One cherub, one end, another, they shall be looking down the master. That was what God said. Verse 20. And the cherubim shall stretch for their ways, covering the mercy seats. And their faces shall look one to another, towards the mercy seat. In other words, one angel standing this way, one cherub, another cherub standing this way. And they must look. Well, maybe we should not call them angels. There are classes of angels. You have archangels, you have cherubim, you have ordinary angels. And then you have them like that in the Bible. And you have cherub, you have seraphim. Isaiah 6 talks about seraphim. And then Ezekiel 1 and 2 talks about cherubim. And then Revelation chapter 4 talks about cherubim and cherubs. And they have categories like that. Now, they are not archangels. They cover God. Each cherub has four faces face of a man, face of a lamb, face of an eagle, and the face of an ox. Uh, uh, they are too scared to look upon, you know. And they have eyes all over their body. But then, only two archangels were mentioned in the Bible Michael and Gabriel. There is no name of no Uriel. Any other name you hear, not from the Bible. Hallelujah. Where was Lucifer? Where was called the anointed cherub that covered it? Ezekiel 28. Was he a cherub? Was he an archangel? Well, it's a theological debate. Anyway, but they must face each other. Now, verse 21. Thou shalt put the mercy seat above upon the ark. And in the ark thou shalt put testimony that I shall give thee. Next verse. I will meet with thee there. I will commune with thee from above the mercy seat. It's like the only way God wants to deal with man is on the ground of mercy. Now, but look at the order. Remember, you are the wood. He said, so, he said, make an ark. And we are like the ark because he said, inside the ark, put a testimony. Now, the dimension of the ark must be two and a half and then one and a half. Then he said, make a mercy seat. And let it be the same dimension with the ark. Now, he gave a very important instruction. He said, take a testimony that you receive after 40 days of being with me on the mountain. Put it inside the ark. Now, close the ark. Now, take the massive seat, which is the same dimension with the ark. Place it upon the ark. Then he said, from the top of the massive seat. Let's start. What is inside the ark? Testimony. What is upon the ark? Mercy seat. Where does God speak through? On top of the act, true message. Here is the mystery, and hear this. God was saying that whatever testimony, whatever promise, whatever direction, whatever instruction I have given you, if you don't put it under my mercy and you let my mercy sit upon you, it might not come to pass. In other words, my voice of authority is heard where testimony is put inside the act, but the act is put under mercy. I have met people that God truly spoke to according to them, but nothing happened. I have met hello, I have met fantastic Bible teachers, yet they seem not to be able to win anybody for Christ. I have seen the most anointed because I have discovered that even there, I'm sure many people understand what I'm saying. I got born again in Genesis 3, scripture union. I'm still a member of scripture union. In all my years, 
I have seen giants of faith that when you listen to them, you wonder where is this realm coming from, yet nothing much is coming from their life. I have seen prayer people can pray like prayer mantis. Those who climb the mountain and live perpetually there, yet they cannot defeat strong goats in their lives. I have seen somebody who fasted for 40 days dry, no water, no nothing, yet after the 40 days, no victory to show for it. Because it is not of him that run it. It is not of him that will it. You can receive the testimony. Moses received after 40 days on the mountain. If it is not put under the mercy. In other words, since he takes pleasure in those who open his mercy. If his mercy is not the only factor you depend on. It does not take pleasure in what you are doing. Hallelujah. What do we do? Very simple. A little adjustment in the spirit can make a tremendous impact in your life. All I've shared tonight, we are just going to pray. But this time around, everything, I just sense, everyone trusting God for the fruit of the womb. This is your night. Now, you are not harassing God with scriptures. You are just coming to the one who is good. And he will give you because he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is somebody ready to pray? As simple as that. Heavenly Father, now I pray for my family. Knowing that you are merciful. I bring the whole family under your mercy. That your dealings with my family. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at past disappearing. They have just prayed one. He just sat down. And he said, Well, judgment is against me. My only hope is God having mercy. And God said, Elijah, no judgment against this guy again. I want to give us seven minutes to pray tonight. Everybody. You sustain the whole world in your hands. Your power no one can contain. At the sound of your voice, darkness flees. So come in your glory, come in your majesty, come in the greatness of your mighty name, come in your splendor full of authority, oh God, come in the power flowing in your blood, Baba
Everybody pray. Everybody pray. It's a destruction tonight. You might have prayed before, but there is a God to pray tonight. Just come to Him. Just come to Him. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Let us come boldly. Jesus. Praise the Lord. I'm about to pray for everybody, but we'll take one more prayer. Thank God for all the ministers that are here tonight. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Some years ago, the Lord will have me tell all the pastors, and then I will tell a story that Pastor Liberty told us. God showed me this, and it changed my life and ministry. Honestly, it's not by power. In the early days, the still early days anyway, I will fast from Monday till Sunday morning, expecting that I will be on dread, and I will come to church and will be 25. I know there are a lot of pastors hearing me. When God speaks, it's amazing. The things that are difficult for men, they are easy with God. Then this scripture, look at this. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, you have a calling. But the next thing is that we receive mercy, we faint not. Any minister of God who has not received mercy, you will faint. Fainting is inevitable because ministry can make a person faint. The bills, the problem, different things will make a person faint. But the Bible says, this is Paul. All this is came to Paul by revelation. He said we have this ministry, but we'll obtain mercy. That's why we cannot face. Otherwise, anybody without mercy will face. So here is the story. The proper way to structure our prayer, which is library we're going to pray now. Everybody just ask God to help you. That's all. I have just helped you to construct it the proper way. Honestly, this is one of the most powerful ways which a person can pray. I was shocked one day when a friend told me, when I, I wasn't there, but a friend told me that somebody stood by Pastor Deboe with an intention of hearing this man, how exactly does he pray? He thought the man would be saying some bogus and powerful words. And he said almost hundred times, Pastor Deboe stood and just said, he said, Lord, just have mercy. Lord, just have mercy. Because that's what Hebrews 4, 16 says. Let us come to the throne of grace. You can come to the throne of grace and begin to make decrees. But that's not what you're asked to do there. That's not what you're asked to do there. You can come to the throne of grace and begin to make confession. But the Bible says what we should do is to obtain mercy. He told us a story. That's Baba Deboe. When he was, you know, he was his father's favorite, but he was a young man, a young boy. Father bought him a ball and he was playing the ball. I think I've said it here before. And they kicked the ball. So the father sat outside, maybe eating, on a chair, just rocking on the chair. 
And the was playing the ball, he was bouncing the later. And then they kicked the ball, and the ball went over the roof and stayed there. You know the way it is if you are not very tall, even anybody, when somebody is on top of a roof, when you move back, you will see it. But when you move close, because of those other mathematics and things, you understand, you can't see. So he will look back and say, okay, that's the spot, right? So he took a stick, and then he will go near, and then, where's, then he will check again. I'm right now, he's there. And then he, and he was doing that, and he was doing that, and he was doing that, and he couldn't bring down the ball. Out of frustration, and that was what the Lord taught me, that don't wait, don't make me your last option. Don't wait until nobody can help again. See, this is why it looks like God comes in at the last minute when nobody can help. He doesn't always want to do that because the tension is too high. Have you been touching when even though God helped eventually, body, what you went through? No, that's not God's plan. It's because you made them the last plan. You can receive a miracle from the day one. So out of frustration, I just said, my father, won't you even help me? And he was crying. And the father said, oh, are you just seeing that I'm here? In other words, I was looking at you all along, but since you thought you could bring down the ball, continue. And he said, the father got up. One sweep, and the ball came down. He was passing through a situation in camp years after, and the Lord reminded him that story. Honestly speaking, we pray in tongues, we pray, but many times we don't go to him. You know, we, we know the type of prayer we should pray many times. But sometimes, just breaking down before God and say, help me. I have just shown that he takes pleasure in that kind of request. Because that is his area of specialty. Oh, there are people as who say, Lord, help me. Help my father. Help my mother. Help my life. All of a sudden, right here tonight, help begins to arrive from above. Sure mercy. Lift up your hand everybody. I have given you the message. Can somebody pray tonight? Oh, I, I love Minister Jesus what he said about contra and broken earth. Can somebody be broken? Just acknowledge that Lord all that is needed, all that is needed, all that is needed is your help. That's our final prayer tonight. All that is needed, all that I need, all that I need is your help. And thank God you ask us to come and there is a promise. Help. Help. Mercy Lord, mercy Lord. Luta ki sopra ish de calisto. Zuka broshele bokasie. Is the only request that was never turned down in the Bible. Everyone that asked for help got it in the Bible. Everybody that asked for mercy got everybody that appealed for mercy. Everyone that appealed for mercy. Mercy for fruitfulness tonight. Mercy to rise. Mercy to rise. Mercy to fly. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mercy to turn situations around. Mercy to turn bondage to blessings. Mercy to walk in victory. Mercy to move to another level. Mercy. Mercy. 
Shall we all rise? Something is happening there tonight. Generation to generation. Generations after generations. Keep praising you. Yet no word sums you up. I perceive very strongly about 10. What I see is that there is something on the family that looks like a case against you. And it's coming from now. I'm not a deliverance minister. I'm a word. I, I don't I don't go that route much, but I am. I yield to the spirit as it leads. 
I see a particular family and I see that more than one in this situation and what is happening is like is that there is a statement of judgment against your family which has put a cap nobody rises without a calamity that is the word nobody rises as a matter of fact there is a fear of rising because anyone who goes up something but tonight, mercy says no. And it says it is over. In the name of Jesus. I see a group of people. These were the things that happened before you were born again. Some very nasty and terrible things. But you are wondering why you still suffer the effect of even though you are born again. It is true. That's an abuse. That, that shouldn't happen. I can't explain it because if any man be in Christ, it shouldn't happen. But you know very well. You are born again. You are solidly born again. But the ripple effect of those things are still happening. By the power of oh, Kasuri. In the name of Jesus, by the power of his mercy. In his name, I speak over you that it is over. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see people rising by the mercy of God. Not by power, not by might, not by wrongs. The Lord is lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting people by His mercy. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Look at tears being wiped off people's faces. Oh, this is heavy. The Spirit of God, this is coming to me expressly. Everybody lift up your hands. Opportunities that you have missed at any time, maybe because of your carelessness, no matter what, by the mercy of God, in a double fold, they are brought back to you. Put your hand, everybody. This one, if you are the person I'm talking to right now, wherever you are, lift up your hand. Actually, somebody told you, somebody offered you. Uh, an opportunity to go uh, outside the country and it was to take care of everything and because you were angry, you actually turned it down and since that time, shortly after that you've been looking for an opportunity and all doors are shut, lift up here wherever you are, see, Jesus said I am the one that opens and no man shuts and I'm the one that shuts and no man opens in less than four weeks by the anointing of the Holy Spirit and by the covenant of mercy, those doors are opened again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Families are being restored. Somebody in church told me, after a meeting like this, over 25 years that their father had been away and he came back home. 25 years. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Restorations. Anything lost being restored. Reconciliation of families. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are here and your husband or your wife is abroad and trying to meet the person has been rather difficult and if you are watching me you are outside the country and somebody is here your partner, your spouse who needs to join you raise your hand whenever you are I, I just need to see that and thank you Lord Jesus you know by faith and by the covenant of mercy we build a bridge in Jesus name in Jesus name we shorten the days and by the covenant of God's mercy this reconciliation happens the Lord will raise men that will help that you and your spouse be at the same place it is not God's plan that husband and wife should live away from themselves thank you Lord Jesus can pray in the spirit, do that for like two minutes. in trouble with somebody. What I'm hearing right now is the captive of the mighty shall be set free. And the prayer will be terrible. You took a step. You had someone's mercy now. You did something wrong and you are in the hands of the person and it's like a judgment against you. Mercy prevails tonight. You are free. You are free. We give you praise, Jesus. Oh, Kasus Kelemon. You see, I can't mention every I can only mention what is revealed to me. But what I see is like everybody together engulfed in a cloud. Whether your the peculiarity of your matter is mentioned or it's not the matter, God knows you. This is an atmosphere of glory, and something has just taken place tonight in every life. There are those who will have beautiful dreams tonight. And that will be a message. Because of what the Lord is doing. His, and His presence is very heavy here. Lord Jesus, I give you praise. We worship you. We give you all the glory. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you've been blessed. You can join us for any of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Wednesdays by 7 p.m. or you can pray with us on Saturdays by 7 a.m. at Praise Sanctuary number 7 Surulere Industrial Road off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. You can also join us online on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Mixalar.
visit www.householdofdavid.org for more messages. God bless you. Hey.